G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. All right, so you basically lived and died as a slave. You were a possession. The only value you had was in what you could do, not in who you were. That's horrible, isn't it? Absolutely. That's really horrible. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Over the last few episodes, we've been talking about biblical culture, how to understand it and why we need to understand it. Many people think the Bible is outdated and obsolete, so why bother with it at all? Others think that it's got some good things in it, and all we've got to do is make it applicable to our current culture and adapt it, and it'll be acceptable. The Bible actually tells us that we're supposed to conform to it, and not the other way around. It's easy to understand why we fall into that trap. Because we want to make God's word relevant. Can I just say, it actually already is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is actually relevant. It's relevant, relevant. without our help. <laughs> Absolutely. For every people group, in every epoch of time, in every nation of the world, and in every cultural, political, social environment, God's word is relevant. We don't need to make it relevant. It actually is. Mm. If we would get in and study it and keep it in its context, it's it's the most relevant thing on planet Earth Mm. for us. And biblical culture helps us understand what was being communicated to whom and why. And uh, so we're going to look at the issue of um, slavery. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a really hot topic at the moment. I mean, it's always been an issue, but it's become very, very prevalent in the last number of years. And can I just say slavery is evil, Mm -hmm. okay? And the Bible actually does not say that slavery is not evil Mm -hmm. because the Bible has been condemned as being a condoner of slavery, Mm. that God condones slavery. People who don't understand what biblical slavery is just simply say, it's just like the poor, you know, Africans that were sent in as slaves to England and Europe and and Mm -hmm. America. It's actually quite different. So it's really good to have a a better understanding of slavery. We're not going to be able to cover everything because that's a very, (laughs) very long topic. But there are two very important issues to understand regarding the slavery in the culture of the Bible and also slavery in the culture of ancient times. Mm. Number one is this. Slavery throughout the entire ancient world was the norm. Now, we may not like it. We may not say, well, that doesn't justify it. I'm not saying it's justified. I'm just saying it was. It yeah. just is. That's what it was. Yeah. It's a factual reality mm-hmm. that people were enslaved. Yeah. God didn't invent slavery and God didn't sanction slavery. Mm. It was just a part of daily life in the ancient cultures of the ancient world. And I guess the thing these days is that when something's a bit uncomfortable or awkward, we like to try to uninvent it. We say, oh, let's change history because we don't want to be able to think about that. But as you said, I mean, you know, slavery just is a historical fact yep. um, that we can actually learn some things from. It doesn't oh, yes, make it can. right or appropriate, but it is something that we can actually understand ourselves and our world as a result of it. Absolutely. In fact, we'd be stupid not to learn from it. Yeah. Now, the other point, number two, is that slavery in Israel was actually a very different system. 
and the treatment of slaves was also very different. It was less like slavery as we think of slavery, as in the Africans being enslaved and treated abhorrently. Mm. It was more like indentured servitude. Okay, so somebody fell on hard times and the care and provision and, and rest and ultimate freedoms that God demanded that his people have in their everyday lives was transferred to slaves as well. Mm, that's so right. if you had somebody who fell into hard times and they went to a neighbor or somebody within their tribal family, they could become an indentured servant, live with them and serve them. Mm. And it was always for a specific time. It wasn't for the rest of their lives. Yep. And they had to be provided with food clothing, shelter. They had to be protected. They had to be treated well. They got the Sabbath Yeah, that's right. Everyone got the Sabbath. If they had a family and when the time was come for them to be released, well, because the person who they were indentured to had covered all of their expenses, well, the person going free could redeem his own family, like Mm -hmm. reimbursement for all the costs that this person did. But the person who was setting them free, they had to provide them Mm. with possessions and money so they could go and, and set up again. So yeah. we're talking about a totally different yeah, kettle right. of fish here. It doesn't even sound like slavery, does it? When you explain it in that context, exactly, it's very different to what we would naturally understand as Ex- what slavery was. Exactly. But we have in other programs talked about slavery and about what a slave is and isn't according to the understanding of non-Jewish slavery, mm-hmm. but within the world. Yeah. You had no rights You basically had no protections. You had no voice. You wore what you were given. You ate what you were told. You slept when you were told. You worked how Mm. you were told. And you didn't argue. You couldn't quit. And you couldn't send a letter of complaint. And you couldn't call the union. Yeah. All right? So you basically lived and died as a slave. You were a possession. Mm. The only value you had was in what you could do, not in who you were. Yeah. That's horrible, isn't it? Absolutely. That's really horrible. It's interesting, though, because Paul talks about adoption in the New Testament, and without sort of that understanding of what slavery was like for, I guess, everyone outside of the Jewish world, that really paints an incredible picture for adoption, because if you were a slave and you were adopted into a family, that's an incredible rescue, isn't it? Oh, like it's unbelievable. And and, and therefore, I, maybe I could just throw the question up in the air. Is the very reason slavery was has been permitted throughout human history, has it actually been permitted so that God can actually demonstrate how he can take a sinner who is a slave to mm. sin? Yep. Scripture tells us that we are a slave to sin. That's right. And he can take us and he can redeem us from that mm. and make us adopted into his family and therefore we become joint heirs. Because essentially Paul was explaining to a society in the Roman Empire in which Paul was a Roman citizen and he was explaining to the churches that when we come to saving faith in Christ, we are adopted. And under Roman law, this is the amazing thing, under Roman law, let's just say Robbo is a slave and He's got a great personality and he works really hard. And your owner becomes so enamored with you. He becomes so respectful and, and he loves you so much. He, he doesn't want you to be a slave anymore. He wants to adopt you as a son. You then are adopted and you are no longer even considered an ex-slave. Mm. You are simply known as the son. Mm. You are the son of this man. And what's more, let's just say this man has flesh and blood children that are younger than you. 
you would be considered the firstborn as the eldest and you would inherit the bulk of his possessions. You would inherit his titles, his status, his social standing. Everything becomes Mm. yours. You are no longer an ex-slave. You are the son. That's amazing. You've literally gone from, can I just say it, the dirt under his superior boot Mm -hmm. to being the son, joint heir of everything. It's all yours. That's amazing. Now, if there was no slavery, how would we understand that concept? Yeah. Paul was talking to Christians throughout the Roman Empire and writing to different groups in different places. And as this has come down to us, those people in that culture at that time understood yeah. what a slave was in the Roman Empire and what an adopted slave was. And as you said, there's a few places where this is talked about through the New Testament, but one in particular is Romans 8.15, which says... For you haven't received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you've received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. And then also Galatians 4, verses 6 and 7 says, Because you're sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore, you're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. (laughs) good is that? How good is that when you consider that what he's saying is you've gone from having no value to being nothing, Mm -hmm. just a commodity to be bought and sold and discarded. You've gone from that Mm -hmm. and now you are a son. You are an heir. You now have so much value. Why? Because God has adopted you. When you understand that cultural environment, the significance of what it means to be adopted by God, to go from being absolutely the most valueless thing on the earth, just to be trodden and discarded on, and then you become the sun. I mean, that's just breathtaking. Well, that brings today's program to a close, but a reminder that you can listen back to today's episode and others that you might have missed via the free Vision app. If you don't already have it on your device, just search Vision Christian Media on your app store to download it. You can also listen again on our website. Just go to vision.org.au forward slash foundations. We invite you to join us again next time. And if there's a topic that you'd like us to discuss on a future program, I encourage you to get in touch with us via the website vision.org.au forward slash foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.